FT podcast sponsored by Okomi Paisley. My name is Adrian Simonson and today the show is on Chicklets. Can we welcome back to the show, Erin Michael? Hello! Hello. How are you and, doing? And, and is this your first show? Yeah, this is my yeah, first time one. ever doing like a podcast. F- FT podcast version! Woo. <laughs> How do you feel about being on a podcast? I feel very excited. I feel like it's it's my calling. I've been waiting for this my whole life, <laughs> you know. Yeah. How do you feel about having to then listen to your voice back if you ever want to listen to them back? I feel like I'm giving myself the ick, you know. Yeah. I yeah. have to listen to my voice back two seconds ago to listen to the intro that David does to the podcast. <laughs> so I listened oh, no. to it last week, and I was like, I sound like that. Like I sound so like I feel like you always sound more nasally in recordings than you actually are. Yeah, absolutely awful. I feel like you do yourself dirty when you listen to yourself. Oh yeah, I'll never listen back to another one. I just do them, and then I'd never ever listen to them back. Like, <laughs> the, first, the first one I did was five years ago, and I was like, I don't even want to know what I said. But if I ever become famous, I might have to listen to them all back in case I get cancelled for something. Or true. I know. I'll have to do. I'll have to background check myself. Oh no! Hide, hide your own evidence. Yeah. <laughs> get yourself like a researcher or like a fact checker, and then they can do it. I'll get someone in the office. I'll I'll be like, technically I'm their boss. I'll be like, look, blackmail them into doing a background check on me. There you go. <laughs> so, check flicks. So I thought what I w- what we do to start off the podcast is because the term chick flick is actually quite controversial. So I thought we'd start off talking about, about that before we obviously go into our favourite chick flicks. So a chick flick is meant to be a film where women are typically portrayed as sassy, noble, sassy, noble victims or klutzy 20-somethings, but they're different to romantic comedies because... Um, romantic comedies are traditionally like angled towards couples instead whereas chick flicks are for women and are angled just at young women so what I think we're gonna ask is what your opinion is on the term chick flick um, and what you whether you think it's sexist or not because that's a sort of argument that it's a sexist term and that we shouldn't really use it anymore even though everyone still does so Erin we'll come to you first uh, I've realised that I've probably fucked all my choices now. It's a very, we'll go into the definition a bit more next when we're going to compare the romantic comedies, but it's a very, like, it's one of those genres that's very vague, and I think it's up to the person. Yeah. You think it's a, like, sit in your house with a tub of ice cream chick flick than it is. I think it's up for debate. But and exactly, like, is mm-hmm. the made for women thing isn't also romance stuff made for women well that's a great argument and like chick flicks are like meant to be made for women and meant to sort of show i think maybe the development of a woman throughout the film like how yeah totally change and learn and stuff like that whereas i think rom-coms are meant to be for men and women well that's what wikipedia says i don't know if there's any men that actually like rom-coms but they're meant to be like movies you could watch on a date, whereas chick flicks are like embarrassing, like oh, yes. films. See what they mean. But but no. Amazing. And what what do you think of the term chick flick? How do you feel about it? It's weird, isn't it? Because it's like, yes, there might not be men who like them, but I'm sure there bloody is. Um <laughs> Uh, I just don't know how I feel about the term chick either, but it is catchy, and I still will use it. Yeah, it's so like it's you don't, you maybe don't agree with it, but it's so catchy that you're just oh, like, why would you call it a a cringy film uh-huh. about women when you can just call it a chick flick? But it's also something that I haven't even thought about until now. Of, I just kind of saw it as a genre and just a word for a genre rather than the actual meaning of like a woman film. It's basically. I've now so, erupted your inner feminist. Maybe you'll talk. Yeah, it's hurting my head. <laughs> and what about you, Angela? What do you think with the term chick flick? I'm not going to lie, I kind of like it. Like, it gives us something to sort of um, drive off in terms of, mm-hmm. like, you know, we do it for the girls gazing these and we have 
Yeah. Like, like, what guy is going to go out there and say his favourite girl, his favourite movie is Mean Girls? Like, he's not going to. Exactly. I mean, respect yeah. if they do, but at the same time, like, it's just, it's a bit of fun. Like, obviously, it is a bit um, sexist with the whole, like, chick flick thing, but it's for, like, maybe, like, a coming-of-age, like, girl yeah. who's sort of going through life. And I feel like we can all relate, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know, I kind of like it. Like, it's just, it's a vibe. Yeah. Do you think that we should just forget, not forget about the sexism, because obviously you can't forget, it's everywhere. But do you think that now, with the films that are getting made now, like the Barbie film and all the hype it's getting, and how, like, that's definitely 100% going to be a modern-day chick flick, do you think we just reclaim the term chick flick and and own it and say these are films for women we love them they represent the ups and downs of womanhood especially when you're younger and that's why we love them and it's not cringy and fuck you if you don't like yeah 100% yeah I would say like we just roll with it but at the same time obviously everything is evolving especially like these days everyone has a voice everyone um like everything's very inclusive and I love that and I feel like that can also be tailored towards the term because obviously like the Barbie movie that's coming out like you've got all different types of Barbie and then you've got like Ken and it's not just like Ryan Gosling as much as we love Ryan Gosling (laughs) (laughs) but you know yeah it's just yeah it's great so the chick flicks becoming more inclusive and therefore we're reclaiming the term and then the next thing we were I thought we could talk about is the difference between a chick flick and a rom-com because I've got absolutely no clue and I think it's very much a blurred line like how do you know what what is a chick flick and what is a rom-com because some chick flick well some rom-coms I think you could like watch on a date but some you totally wouldn't like they're just for women yeah some rom-coms are made to be cried to yeah yeah I don't need anyone watching that happen (laughs) like say give me like your top three rom-coms that you wouldn't class as a chick flick but you think is definitely more that rom-com genre even though it's hard to define them AJ I don't think you understand how much I'm now confused at my (laughs) I know I'm not gonna lie very confused well when that's the whole point because when David said to me chick flicks I immediately thought oh yeah chick flicks and rom-coms like they're like two in a bundle yeah then he was like oh well think more into it like it's like a, a film for women it usually is like either coming of age or like something happens and they're changing they're like going from being a 20 something to like it just shows like a personal development that's just for a woman and only women can relate to whereas a rom-com is like also about a woman but the only change is like the romantic story not her personally Mm -hmm. I think that's the way I'm taking it because like my favorite rom-com is Sweet Home Alabama or like something random like 50 first dates but I don't know if I would class them as chick flicks because there it's mostly about the hunt for love, the look for love. Like, it's not about yeah. personal development. Or yeah, like personal... romance is there. Yeah. Because I think all chick flicks have romance in them, but it's not the main storyline. And if it is, it's because she's learning something from it. Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. there, I would say that there is, like, a fine line, because obviously, like, rom-coms are purely based on, like, the romance, but it's also, like, a bit funny, and it always has, like, your sort of, like, couple regardless of what they're doing whereas like a chick flick could be like like even just 20 minutes ago I was uh, re-watching um The Devil Wears Prada and it just made me so happy and it's basically like you can tell it's a chick flick because like it's focused on like Anne Hathaway and her story yeah rather than like obviously she has a boyfriend but it's not solely just on that it's like her journey as like a chick you know as one of the girls in as terms of like girls. as opposed to a rom-com yeah so um, pretty women as well is probably a good one yeah yeah it's, really like it's, so, that, it's about her coming into her own yeah it's the main one i can think of uh, everything else and the lines are too blurred for my head now <laughs> <laughs> well blurred lines or not we're gonna go through our our picks so the Devil Wears Prada, like you just mentioned, in chat, was one of my picks, and I just think I, it's like it's one of those ones where I love it so much, and that anytime I'm sad, I just want to sit with the blinds shut 
and a mm-hmm. pint of ice cream and watch it. And I'm so committed that I've paid for it on Prime. You know how? <laughs> nice. <laughs> no. Really sad. And I was like, I can't find it anywhere for free. I'm just going to pay for it. Pay that five ninety nine and own it forever. So that's the sort of commitment I have. To I it's such a good film because I feel like as someone who works with people that are quite like um, Miranda Priestley, <laughs> um, I, I relate to it so much because it's all about wanting it all and wanting to be a girl boss and realising that you definitely are girl boss and too hard. And I feel like all of us can relate to that. I think especially, it doesn't matter what field you work in, there's all you always want to try your best and sometimes you forget that you also need to live your life too. 100%. Like you need to girl boss, but you need to girl rest as well. Yeah, girl <laughs> girl lie down girl sleep I saw a meme literally on my way back from work and it said the the time of the girl boss is over the time of the girl moss lying down and giving back to nature is here (laughs) honestly amen yeah so we'll go to your first pick Insha which was crazy stupid love yes oh my gosh I've watched it I was like yes yes although I (laughs) I would say that was a rom-com yeah I feel like it is giving me rom-com vibes now that I think about it but it automatically just gave me chick flick vibes in the beginning because I was like um like Emma Stone obviously Mm -hmm. it's obviously not solely her journey but I just she immediately came to mind and when they're doing like that dirty dancing move (laughs) and I was like it's such a chick flick but now that I think about it I feel like it's a rom-com but yeah I've watched that movie at least maybe 20 times like it's just a comfort movie for me and that's totally. it is also because like I fancy Ryan Gosling like he was my um my crush when I was younger like yeah. ugh, iconic but um just the storyline is amazing it's so funny and Steve Carell like the cast is amazing they just do it so well and then obviously one of the first times I watched it it was just such a plot twist it is yeah. Yeah. But, See, it's such a gasp moment even if you rewatch it, you're just like, oh, that's yeah. so good. Thought of that. Who thought of that? Literally. Those writers deserve a raise. I think it's definitely a like a feel good film because everyone sort of set like comes together. It starts out quite sad. Like it does, doesn't worse. it? He's depressed. He's at a bar. <laughs> he's like middle aged. You're just like, this is sad. And you I just know. want life to get better for him, and then it does. But it's so funny along the way. Mm-hmm. You don't know how it's going for like the first little bit. Mm-hmm. That like the vibes are so off until he meets him, and it, I think it takes. I, I I'm not saying that it's slow at all because it it takes the right amount of timing, but it just takes a minute for him to meet Ryan Gosling's character, and then takes a minute for him to get into the the dating scene. So it's just where the fuck is this going? Like yeah, and I like to be a sad man. Uh huh. Like, each of the characters have their own distinct hilarious story like it's not just the the romance that's going on between Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling it's all the uh, little side stories of Steve and his friend and yeah his daughter and all of that it's the nudes that get me every time (laughs) (laughs) oh god I can't I know but what a good twist like it's literally that's definitely a feel-good film and Mm -hmm great pick and then the next was 10 things I hate about you which was my pick but I think you also mentioned it mentioned it in your list and chat and I just Mm. think like see that scene where he's like walking down the steps with the band that's it's hard because you know he's like being paid to do it but at that point he's got real feelings and you just know it's gonna be okay but the thing I think that makes it a chick flick is that it is about the romance, like the two sisters mm-hmm. and everything that's going on. But it's also about each of the sisters' personal development. Like she's like hates everything, really cynical, just wants to move away. And then you can see her sort of slowly melting, meeting this guy. And yeah. then the sister is like just wants to be popular, just wants to be cool. But then by the end, she realizes it's not everything. And, like, that sort of development, it could relate to, like, a younger teenage girl, but also someone her age, and that's why I think it's the perfect chick flick. And also the fashion is so, so cool. <laughs> it's literally yeah. iconic. Yeah. But there's absolutely crazy. That movie is literally older than me. Oh, my God, is it? How old yeah. are you? 
I just literally looked it up. It came out in July 99. I was October 99. I'm also October 99. <gasps> Lisa, when's your birthday? Oh my gosh, the 2nd of October. When's yours? Ah, oh my gosh. Seconds. Yeah. So we're it's older than both of us. It's older than both of us. Wow, that makes me feel old. <laughs> but yeah, such a good movie. It's just you can't you can't beat it. Like if you if you feel down, you just ten things I hate about you. It came up on my FYP the other day, like the speech that she does when she's like like, oh yeah. Like you do this and that, and she's pure reading her poem, and I was like, oh, "You poor girl." Yeah, and then you, and then that's like sort of her melon. She's like finally given in that she does like him, and she's yeah. not so old, and that she is no longer a girl boss. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the third pick was Erin, and it was Wild Child. Oh yes, this I is such a good one. I in my head, I have this in like. British, like British chick flicks. So yeah. I feel like the whole category on themselves because it's just different humour, isn't it? Oh, it's, yeah, and it's, I went to an all girls school. So it, it just, <laughs> and the story goes because we had a, this slightly off something, but we, when we were in sixth year, we got to design a new school skirt just for the sixth years. And oh one God. of them just put in the wild child skirt. As the pattern for the tartan, and yeah. we that is the tartan for the Notre Dame school skirt now, which is the oh funniest God, thing. That is ever. so cool. Yeah, is Notre Dame still an all, all girls school? No, they've let boys in. Oh my God, I remember you were raging about that when they were talking about doing it. And boys, I know. I think there's just something about an all girls public school that's just so special. We've not got them anymore. Like, what? Why? Why do we need another mixed one? That was my <laughs> thing. Exactly. And you loved going to an all-girls school, didn't you? It was great fun. It was really bitchy. I'm scarred <laughs> for life, but you know, we're here. It builds your character, you know. Yeah. Exactly. It was it exactly like Whale Child. Was that the level of bitchy? Uh, I think I like blocked half of it from my memory, um, but. I'm trying to think of like a good scene. I mean, the friendships are really close to it, and then you get so close that you end up fighting all the time and stuff like that. But yeah. I don't think it was that bitchy. Like we weren't pranking each other like they did. Yeah. Um, but the teachers are really similar as well. Yeah. Yeah. But we didn't have any hot boys that were like the head teacher's bloody son or anything. Like that that would be too good. <laughs> That would have been too too far. If Alex Pettifer was in my school, that would oh, be an issue. It would I don't think I'd learn a single thing. <laughs> Honestly, he was my first ever crush, other than Ryan Gosling, right. Alex Pettifer. Chef's oh, kiss. yeah. It's just when he quotes Alice in Wonderland and then feeds her a chip buddy and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> Fair. Fair. You're, you're the man for me. <laughs> but I think if any other man did that, I'd be like, red flag, red flag. Yeah, red red flag. <laughs> <laughs> I know. True. And he's so set up in that film because all the other boys in it are just like really like not as cute. <laughs> no, they're not. They <laughs> did them dirty. It was a bit of a like gay awakening for me when I saw you know the two characters that are like what what's her name? You know the bitchy character. What's her name? Oh, the, um. Blonde curly hair, yeah. Yeah, blonde curly. Anyway, you know how she's got her two little sidekicks, and then when they're doing the ball, she's dressed up from Pride and Prejudice, and they're in their Uh little suits. I was like, (laughs) girl in a suit. Yeah. And that was you. Yeah, that was me. That's it. From then on, my other gay weekend was um, in the Mummy. What's that actress called? We're bad at this. I know, I'm like on the spot. What is that? <laughs> I know Brendan Fraser's in it because I know his name. What is it? Rachel Wills? Wise. Wise? Wise? That is it. Rachel yeah, Wise. I just had to Google it there. She's so hot. Yeah, she's stunning. But what is our favourite quotes from Wild Child? Or um, it's the when they're going to buy alcohol. <laughs> it's like, um, 
I have to pick up the kids from school tomorrow in my saloon car. So what? <laughs> uh, I've got a business uh, meeting about. What's the meeting about? Business. <laughs> the accent was on point there. Thank yeah. you. I've spent so much time in London. I've got it down. <laughs> I think mine is when. What, what is it when she's like doing the dance and you're like oh my god you're so iconic and then she just fucking decks it yeah <laughs> like you can be sick in my hands you can be sick in my hands if you like because <laughs> that is like your PE teacher just like be sick. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what about you Ensha what's your favorite bit I feel like you're such an iconic British chick like like you American yeah. don't get it I feel like the majority of the stuff that Poppy comes out with is just hilarious because it's just so unhinged. Yeah. Like her accent and like how she's so like entitled and she's just so funny. Everything that she says is, is iconic. So yeah. Um, it was supposedly a really fun set to work on. So that gives me that makes my heart happy. I love yeah. that. I can imagine that as well. But the Americans get a dune in that film. Like, it shows them in such a bad but true light. That's what we all thought Americans were like when we were... Yeah. So our next pick is also from Erin, and it's The Proposal. I feel like that's a, yeah. that's almost a full 360 from <laughs> Wild Child to The Proposal. So that's abs- it's definitely... Yeah. Now, uh, now that we're looking at it, it's definitely a rom-com, not a chicken. Yeah, it's rom-com. I think it's a rom-com too, but I didn't want it. You know what? <laughs> There's such a fine line, it's it's up to date. But that one's a stone cold rom com. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us why you like the proposal, the rom com. <laughs> it's just what a bloody good cast. I want to see Ryan Go- uh, Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds and Stranger Bullock way more often as like a duo. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um Yeah, and the just the premise of it is just really clever. Um, and it's got a bit of the Devils Were Prada thing in it with her her uh-huh. job. Yeah. It's just, I, I love it just for that kind of thing. Um, and then they get together and it's all nice and she didn't girl boss too hard. Yeah. She girl bossed enough and there she is. I feel like she girl fell in love, you know? <laughs> she girl tripped and fell in love. <laughs> she literally With Ryan Gosling of all people, but, know. you know. I can't I'm not gonna lie. I feel like also Betty White kind of carried that show on her back. See when she's like pure chanting, like oh. outside in the woods, and she's just like saying about <laughs> like sweat dripping in her balls. I'm like, it's so funny. I know. Do you know what is what? Like, I think it definitely is a rom com because it is hilarious. Like, it's romantic, mm-hmm. but I think it it leans more on the comedic side than romantic because some of the stuff they come yeah. out. Like, I don't even know why you still two still like each other, but it's funny literally it's just too good right so this next one picked by insha is what i think everyone says is the chick flick of our generation for definite and that is mean girls now it's, got, it's had multiple pre-mark ranges everyone <laughs> <knows what> it is. <laughs> everyone's seen it everyone's quoted it and everyone's mm-hmm. tried to reenact it i remember when i was in high school mm-hmm. definitely had a burn book it is infamous, but Uncha, please tell us why this was one of your top topics. Well, I honestly could talk about this movie for about 10,000 years, but the main thing is that since I'm an office girly now, another day, another slays my motto, but on Wednesdays we were <laughs> and everyone gets it, even the, like, the like mums in the office, like they all get it, even the guys in the office, they know I wear pink on a Wednesday and they're like, on Wednesdays we wear pink and I'm like yes yeah yes so that's one of the main reasons <laughs> <laughs> I think for a chick flick for a teen chick it's actually also quite inclusive like <laughs> for its time I think yeah oh yeah completely loads of different kinds of characters represented and all the girls that want to be mm. Regina George like you can see yourself in someone and in yeah. the end, it comes full circle, and they're in, in that gym, and everyone's like, we're all in this together. Let's not tear each other down. Literally. It's just so good. And see, when they have, like, their... There's just been so many, like, recreations of it, and I love, like, 
I see myself as a Chris Jenner and see how in Thank You Next with Ariana Grande, how oh they recreated the Mean Girls like part when they're performing on stage and yeah. then the mum's pure were there with the video camera and she's like, woo! I'm a cool it's just, mom. It's, I'm, cool, I'm not a regular mom, I'm a cool mom. Like, I just <laughs> love every part of that movie. Now I want to watch it right now, but like it's just yeah. so good. And it's also quotable and also it's so relatable to any girl to be like mm. there's that girl and she's like she's gorgeous she has everything you want but she's actually not a nice person but you still want to be your friend and yeah. not only do you want to be your friend you want to be her you want to be around her you want to buy the stuff she buys but in the, the I think you have to get past that and learn to be your own person but it's such a relatable feeling it's like jealousy but also hate and there's such a fine line between being jealous of someone wanting everything they have but also just turning that into I want to embarrass you and your life <laughs> <laughs> literally like I'm not gonna lie it teaches you quite a lot like see like as a kid um, you watch it and you realize that like the people that maybe are popular in your high school are popular for a reason because they're good looking or because they're funny or because they're loud but deep down you're like they're not actually good people most times so you just kind of watch it and you're like you know what Regina George as iconic as she is um she's a mean girl yeah but also I think it also shows that she's like all those girls all the popular girls had their own insecurities like that bit in the middle where they're all like slagging themselves off being like my ears are bigger whatever and mm-hmm. it's like you wouldn't even like think that people thought the same things you think about yourself. So it was a good, it's a good way to also show that we are all the same. It's just yeah. people have it easier to float through high school than others do, and it's and it you can just be jealous. Yeah, hundred percent. What do you think of Mean Girls, Erin? Um, <laughs> my mum didn't let me watch it for ages. Yeah, she totally just thought it was about mean girls and didn't want me like associating my brain with that. To to glorify the mean girl to you in case you became exactly. (laughs) Um, Or became too sensitive for me in my little brain. Um, No, I love it. It's an amazing show, and it's just you only appreciate how well it's written when you get older and watch it. I think. and the jokes and stuff are just brilliant and there's hidden ones all over like Tina Fey's a bloody genius yeah um, she is and when you I think watching it you see something different every time or hear something different every time so it's just it's so well written for what is seen as like a, just a stupid little chick flick yeah um it's one of the best absolutely and I think it definitely even though it's an American film it definitely portrays the feelings you have being a teenager in high school like how everyone is talking about each other and trying to bring each other down but also trying to hide their own securities and it actually just shows that like we should all just like start actually listening in class and just learning and not actually bitching <laughs> each other not things but it's not that easy so going from chick flick royalty to actual royalty Mm-hmm. And next pick was Princess Diaries, another iconic pick. It's such an iconic, and you know, Princess Diaries is like one of the best chick flicks because obviously Anne Hathaway, first of all, and it's just it's hilarious because like she's just like a casual wee girl in this random town, and her her gran is literally the queen, and you're like, <laughs> what? And then she obviously just becomes Princess Mia and you're like wow and then there's that I love that clip of like Sandra Bullock not Sandra Bullock sorry um Sandra and she's literally just like the queen is coming and like you see it everywhere and you're like yes the queen is coming it's just it's so good because it just shows how much she like grows into this princess because she obviously on the inside we're all beautiful human beings but it sort of flourishes on the outside when she's sort of like made into royalty and goes to all these grand like royal events and she's just a princess you know and also I think it's such a good example of like she is just a normal geeky girl mm-hmm. and then she becomes a princess and everyone's like what the fuck and you're like what have 
nonsense. It's yeah. a very aspirate, but it's also like she just learns to be more confident in herself. Like she didn't need to be a princess to learn it, but it helped. So Yeah. Yeah. Like all she did was get like a haircut and then maybe put on a dress <laughs> and that was it. Like she became a princess. And I was like, okay, let me just cut my own hair. For curls. They were like, oh my god, I'm so confident. <laughs> like it's just iconic and obviously she learned that like your friends come first over like boys and stuff and if like things get to your head you know your friends are always going to have your back and like these silly wee girls who tried to make fun of her and get the press involved when she was like on the beach that one time you know, that scene, it used to give me actual nightmares it was like imagine i got changed and then the tent blew away oh my god i still think that to this day even like Oh, it's just PTSD. But even like with the like whole leg pop thing when she thought she was gonna have her first kiss Aww. and it was gonna be magical and she was gonna have like that leg pop. And I'm like, listen, lesson here, men disappoint. End of And also like your first kiss is never good, but just do yeah. something you actually like and as a good person. <laughs> exactly. But I think we need to discuss how shit a friend Lily is. I know, I know. She was like, "Oh, you're a princess." I'm not. Bye. <laughs> yeah, she, I feel like she just victimizes herself. I watched it recently, and there's a line at the start. They're going up a bloody massive hill with their scooters, and Anne Hathaway's like, "Oh, and with my dad dying and blah blah blah." And Lily, the bitch, just goes, "That was three months ago. Are you not over that now?" <laughs> Oh my god! Maybe she's being sarcastic and that's the humor, but also I feel like she's very much a pick me girl, and you're like, yeah. But she's like sensitive as fuck. But then she grows a lot, and in the end, she's like, I'm sorry for being so judgy. So yeah. it's not about me as well. Yeah, your best friend, the bloody princess. I'd apologize for being judgy. Yeah, because <laughs> then in, in Princess Diaries two, which is like arguably my favorite one out of the Princess Diaries series. Yeah. Uh, Princess mm. Diaries 2, where she, where, see that bit with the closet and she jumps out, but like the That's closet funny. and the music and all the TRs and this is, this is like, this is what we've been waiting for. We're a princess now, where's the clothes? <laughs> it's the best closet reveal I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Literally. That, that and the one sex and sing. So. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> don't even. Now I want to watch like Sex and City and The Princess Diaries. All over again. I want to relive it. This list here is my weekend sorted. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Same, literally. So the next one is my favourite chick click, and it's Legally Blonde. <gasps> I oh, just yeah. encapsulates like what a chick click is because yes, there's romance, but it's so much more about self development. Like she starts mm-hmm. the film clingy, needy, like. When boy he, obsessed. When, boy obsessed. When he breaks up with her, she thinks it's the worst thing in the world that one, she's single, two, she's not getting engaged, and three, she's like being left alone. And then by the end, she's a fucking badass lawyer getting people off for like fake murder charges. Literally. And she's talking about perms and stuff, but it like wins the case. And I'm like, you're iconic. Oh. She's like, hi, I'm Elle Woods. And I'm like, yes, she's that bitch. Yeah. I just think Legally Blonde and all the characters, because it is such it is such a girls' girls film. Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah. not a single bit in this that I think guys would like. Like see Bend and Snap, the guys would just be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And I'm like, <laughs> Bend and Snap. <laughs> and it, yeah. it's definitely a film for girls, gays, and the days. And literally, there's dogs in it too. What more? Could you oh want? no! Oh my gosh! See, even just like Reese Witherspoon and her whole persona her character she's so iconic and she doesn't let anyone tell her otherwise like everyone was telling her like xyz and she was doing abc she was like you can't tell me nothing and she doesn't let anyone dull her sparkle like even later on when she's smart and she's got her macbook and she's actually like on the case she's still head to toe in pink done up the heels on and she's like Mm -hmm. Yes, I can be a smart boss bitch, but no one's going to dull my sparkle. And even in the second film, she's the same. Literally, the second one, arguably, it's just iconic. Like, see when she literally, does she, like, pass the bill or something? Like, go into the White House and things? And I'm like, wow. Against that, (laughs) President Woods, yes, please. (laughs) And I just think, like, uh, as if it's hard. 
that's me to, to me anytime <laughs> it's hard like when you say anyone said like and it says oh my god I can't believe you did this I'm like oh, as if it's hard <laughs> <laughs> as if it's hard yeah I got into Harvard Law like it's hard yeah oh, she's so iconic it is so iconic and now we will come to our final iconic chick flick another British chick flick pick from Erin it's perfect song oh love it yeah. I always seem to love these British chick flicks. I think it just reminds me of childhood so much. Yeah. I it think Angus Song's in Perfect Snogging is like the British answer to like, I don't even know, is there an American equivalent? There isn't. There's it's just because yeah. here we grew up slower. Like, I think in America, like, if you take like the main character from Angus Long Perfect Snogging, she's probably the same age as someone from like Clueless, but we have like mm-hmm. very different teenage hoods in this, oh, absolutely. In this country. And I think Angus Pong from Perfect Slogan was one of the first films that I watched and I was like, oh my god, that is literally like this is literally my life. <laughs> Not really absolutely. awkward teen, just trying to figure it out. Uh-huh. With some weird friends that rate <laughs> how what you look like. But mm-hmm. I mean it was exactly what I would put on if all the girls were coming to stay at my house and it, it yeah it's so nostalgic literally it does what it needs to do like it teaches you so much and mm. like reminds you to just like be yourself at the end of the day no matter like what we're all going through it and like it's cute because she has like her besties with her uh-huh. and it's so good because it really is it just makes you feel so awkward some of it <laughs> yeah it's so crazy so to winch oh. that guy and get taught how oh. to oh. with the tumble dryer kisses. Oh god, ah. kisses. Yeah. And I was, I remember being like, "Yeah, that's how you kiss." Yeah, yes. Yeah, <laughs> do that. I was like, "Mom, I learned something." She's like, "Turn that off, disgusting." Oh my god. And I'm like, <laughs> "No, well, no." <laughs> oh, it's so, it's so iconic. Yeah, I think everything about it, like. You see her relationship with her mum developing. You see her relationship with her friends changing. And then also, like you said, it just teaches her that she doesn't need to try and grow up too quickly and be too cool and be too this and be too that because the guy that she fancies likes her just the way she is. Exactly. And, like, remember what we were all like when we were 14? Do you know what I mean? I was the fuggliest kid ever. Pretty sure I still had braces. It was just, we were all just going through a rough time. Like, 14-year-olds nowadays... Yeah. look probably 18 and I'm like no let's all be ugly together in our yeah. tweens you know we were just in it together yeah and this film I think epitomizes that also epitomizes like like she is boy crazy in a way that <laughs> yeah. we all were once like literally like foaming out the mouth like <laughs> talk to your friends about how you're going to marry this guy and it yeah. know you exist oh it's just so cute. Like, you're rooting for her, do you know what I mean? Like, you want her to win. I know. It's so and good. see when Jazz gets the brother, I'm like, <laughs> if it were easy. If it were easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only unrealistic thing about that film. Yeah. <laughs> that and that, and the, they got that cat back. That cat did not want to be there. No, it would have no. away forever. The cat was running for his life. I completely forgot about that cat. <laughs> so ugly but so cute <laughs> I feel like that's what people would say about me <laughs> like 14 they're like oh she's so ugly but she's so cute that was all all like, yeah. well, any school photo were just all braces and mm-hmm. mineral do you remember that mineral touch foundation I was all over that oh my god I, I always had dream madness oh, dream I always wanted that one I wasn't allowed it though <laughs> I'd use like my sister's hand-me-downs be like crusty BB cream or something and I'm like okay I just remember like, all popular girls use like Eliz- Elizabeth Arden like cream foundation and the breaks, they would go in and they would like use the sponge that came with it and just like layer on thick yeah. oh my god with like a soap and glory mascara and I was like I want to be used but I was like <laughs> I was allowed to wear makeup at that point so I was like oh. no. Some of it. so cool. I also I feel like... Sorry, on you go. I, was just, I wish 
that I felt that about people now. So, oh my god, they're so cool. I just don't think I've met anyone that epitomizes how cool that was at the time anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Erin, I think a lot of people think you're quite cool. Ah, how times have changed. Until we, until we <laughs> actually talk to you. Do you not remember you you everyone anytime meets you, they're like what what did I just say? Everyone anytime anytime everyone meets you, they're always like, Oh my god, Erin's so cool and then they hang out with you for more than one time and they realise mm-hmm. you're just a fucking freak. Like you're just yeah, exactly. so, so energy, but in a cool way. Thanks. <laughs> I feel like that's what makes us cool. Do you know what I mean? Like we just uh-huh. we're just absolute psychos and hilarious at the same time. Like that's what you've got to do. I think once you yeah. once you're an adult and you grow into it, you're just like all the things that in high school made me weird make me still weird as an adult. But if you embrace it, you'll just find your people. So that's it for our picks, which I think was a great it's a great mix of things that might actually be rom-coms but we love them anyway things that are like coming of age development ones absolute classics I think Mean Girls and Legally Blonde and then we've got <laughs> some British chick flicks with Wild Child and Angus Thompson oh, yeah. I think it's a good balance they're all amazing I feel like they all shaped us into the people that we are today you know absolutely definitely and I know we could be here all day talking about films that shaped us into who we are today but let's talk about what the audience, the FT podcast audience, submitted their favourite chick flicks over on the Instagram. And some of them are ones that I forgot even existed. So, yeah. Stephen sent in 27 dresses, which I think yeah. that is a chick flick. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being like, oh, I wish I could be a maid of honour. Like, I've not been a maid I've, or a, a bridesmaid. I won't yeah. be a anyone's wedding yet. I want to wear some cute dresses. I just want to dress up, you know? Yeah. Dress up, get fancy, go to someone's wedding, but don't actually ever have to talk to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's iconic, though. Like, she's she's just amazing. Like, Catherine, is it Hegel? Heigl? Heigl, I think. Heigl. She's just amazing. Like, she was the perfect fit for that movie, the yeah. way she does it, and, like, all the outfit changes. And see how she does, like, a few in a day sometimes. I'm like, wow, you're iconic. I know. And then Heather said Ella Enchanted, which I don't know if I'd, I think I'd count that as more like a teen movie, but I guess it is still a chick flick. And she said it's the best chick flick ever because it's like fantasy. Like, is it, it's a like fantasy chick flick. And I'm like, yeah, enough it is. Because she really is paving her own path, trying to, to find her godmother to get her own voice back and like to not mm-hmm. be controlled. And I guess that, like, ha- obviously has lots of parallels to the real world while also being such a slave film. <laughs> I haven't seen that one in absolute, like, years. It's such a good one as well. Yeah. And, and, the, numbers and, the, <laughs> and the casting is so good. Literally, anything with Anne Hathaway, like, it's got my heart. Yeah. So let's see. Becca said Clueless, which I think we ha- I, I think it's surprising that it's not made it onto it, but it's just not one of my favourites. But it is yeah. good. I think it's good, but it's not like a top five for me. I just think I think I find most of the characters in Clueless annoying, and that's why it's not one of my top picks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Becca said Clueless, and then Rihanna said she's the man, which I love. I love she's the man. That was almost top five for me. Yeah. She's the man. It's so good. And I haven't watched that one again. This list. And Channing Tatum's so funny in it. Oh, my God. I love it. See, when she teaches him to be like, tampon up her nose yeah. for, like, nosebleeds. <laughs> and I just think seeing a girl play a guy and, like, seeing what, like, girls think guys act like versus what guys actually act like I think it's so funny because like she's like hey what's up bro 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 and they're all like what the fuck are you on <laughs> like she's been like the caricature of a guy but in my mind that is what guys are like I'm like yeah, yeah. what else would you say <laughs> exactly I think she does it so well as well like see pure just um being as good as the guys at uh, like football and stuff it just makes it so much better because you know she's girl bossing while being a guy. Yeah. 
She can do it all. She's like covert Bill of Lawson. Yeah. Just by for the other side. That's amazing. Let's see. So the other honourable mentions are What Women Want. I've never seen that. Neither have I. Never I feel like I have. Let's. I'm gonna Google it so I can visualize. I need to Google it. What women want? Mm, no, maybe I haven't. Maybe I'll guess Is that the one with? And it's only women. No, there's not a hint. There's one chick flick that's. Oh, is it the women? It's got. It's got. That's not the right one. Is it two thousand? I think so. It literally says here it's a rom-com. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> to be fair, probably a good movie, but it's not anything that I've seen. Oh, okay. so in it, Mel Gibson has the power to hear everything women are thinking. That's yeah, the opposite of a chick flick to me. I don't want men to know what we're thinking. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's questionable. But you know what? There's also, I feel like, a different version of that that came out recently with Taraji P. Henson called What Men Want. Oh, and that one's that one's hilarious because she can hear everything that men like think, and it's just iconic. Oh, brilliant! I love her as well. That might be exactly. I feel like she's my um, spirit animal, like just Taraji P Henson. And then Rab Brown said they're all shite because <laughs> they're for, they're for us. That's Robert, like... enough! We didn't ask for a man's opinion. <laughs> Leave the chat. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll say that to his face. <laughs> But I think it's fair if guys don't like chick flicks because they're obviously for us. They're not for guys. They've got they've got their films that are aimed just towards guys. So some girls might like and some guys might like chick flicks. But I think it's fine to have a defensive line. I feel like just let us have our movies. I mean, like we want to laugh, we want to cry, we want to like fantasize over like silly little boys and really fun careers. Like just let us live. Exactly. And do you know what? Another thing, underrated element of the chick flick is all the fashion. Like, yeah. Rom coms yeah. are good, but the fashion's not as good as, as in chick flicks because they don't have to try as hard. Whereas in chick flicks, it's like the outfits, everyone is a sleigh. Literally. Absolutely. Like, you've got Elwood slaying in court. Like, she's putting these people in jail and she's like, slay. So Jess McGowan said 50 First Dates, and in my head, that's a rom-com. That, yeah, it's a rom-com. Great film. It's a great Sorry, film, Jess. but it's a rom-com. And then, that is a rom-com. Yeah, we've got A Walk to Remember. I've never heard, I've never heard of that before. Mm, I don't think I've seen it. I've heard of, is, that, is there a homeless man in that? Is that the Irish one? Um, I don't know anymore. It's got Andy Moore in it. Hmm. We should maybe add it to our list. Landon is assigned community service after getting in trouble. His punishment involves participating in a spring play during which he falls in love with Janie, the Reverend's daughter. Oh, oh I just want to go and read through different descriptions for these films. I know, some of the descriptions, because I think it's some films you can't describe. Like, imagine trying to describe crazy, crazy stupid love without giving away the plot. <laughs> literally man gets divorced lol <laughs> that was literally the description yeah another good one is how to lose a guy in 10 days I feel like that is a chick flick more than a rom-com yeah it definitely is yeah that, I, I think remember, so yeah, I remember watching that thing that's so sweet definitely love that movie and then I think, oh, another one a Cinderella story oh yeah yeah that's a good one. In the real story, Katie Johnson. I think I'd put that in the same category. I think it's like a teen film slash chick flick, like Ella Enchanted. Like it's a bit yeah, cool. coming of age. Yeah, coming of age. One that isn't on this that I was going to mention, but it didn't. It just didn't make my top three. That no one else has mentioned is Bride Wars. Oh, I wow. love Bride Wars. Wars. Yeah, and it's not it, about romance at all. Well, it kind of is, but it's not it, really. It makes me cringe too much. I hate oh, to no, see it. I love it. See when it there's makes my body feel funny. I think it just totally like defines female relationships. Like they're best best yeah. friends. They love each other. They want the best for each other. But there's just one thing that they're like, no. <laughs> like, no. Literally. 
and they're both such different people and it just shows how friendships like with people that are so different you need to actually work at them like they can't be smooth all the time so I think it's a good lesson to learn as like a girl like becoming a woman you're like it's I think female friendships are really hard as you get older and people want different things it's harder to like navigate like what's right and what's wrong I guess when you're trying to do what's best for you at the same time and I think it's mm-hmm. a good example in this film where they both think that the other person is wrong but they're both wrong like <laughs> yeah they're both so stubborn and they're both wrong and I think it's such a good example literally and then they're both putting like their fiancés through hell as well just for what like for a feud uh-huh and I'm like, come on, girl, just enjoy your wedding. And then they just... It's supposed to be the happiest time of your life. Exactly. Like, like enjoy yourself. Each other. <laughs> <laughs> so that ties together this episode of Chick Flicks. Thank you so much, both of you, for your input and for the great chat about all our favourite Chick Flicks, rom-coms, whatever you're going to call them. <laughs> Anytime. Thank you for having us. And then we'll thank you, David, FT Podcast God, for letting us on, for letting us have <laughs> Big shout out to FT Podcast and your and man, David. And Akomi <laughs> Paisley for all your and sushi ramen dumpling needs. I love that place, honestly. I, know, I love I'm the Collins sure one, but I'm sure the Paisley one is just as good. The crispy Yasai roll from, from <laughs> Akomi has got me, it's got me in a chokehold. <laughs> that with a side of like Mean Girls, that's your night sort of Mean Girls, a miso soup, and an eight piece crispy Yusai roll. That's me. That's my side. I can agree with you. Amen. But anyway, so that's, what, that, that's it for us. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.